I'm going to be preaching from Isaiah 52:13 today. You can find that on page 650 if you're using a pew Bible. And if you're not familiar with the Bible, the large bold numbers are the chapters and the smaller numbers are the verses. If you've ever been on a trip that required you to buy tickets, you might possibly relate to what happens to me in the days leading up to that trip. As the day of the trip gets closer, the part of me starts to doubt that I actually have them. And I'll find myself just subconsciously scrolling through my phone over and over and over again, just looking at it. I do this because every time I see the tickets on my phone, my confidence grows as I'm reminded that I did actually buy them. And we can learn something spiritually from my subconscious tendencies here. Just like I keep looking back at my tickets for confidence, we as Christians must look back to the salvation that Christ has accomplished for us at the cross. In this way, we can grow our confidence in our salvation. And this is what our passage will remind us of today. Our main point for today is this. Be confident in your salvation because Christ is victorious. Be confident in your salvation because Christ is victorious. And if you're taking notes to help you follow along, we'll break up our main point into two smaller points. Point number one will be, see Christ as victorious. And point number two will be, be confident in your salvation. For some context, at the time the verse, this verse was spoken by Isaiah, the Israelites and Judah needed confidence that God was going to save them. In chapter 39, God had just told them that the Babylonians were going to conquer them and bring them into exile. And this was going to happen because of Judah's rebellion against God. Judah needed hope. And God provided that hope in chapters 40 through 66 of Isaiah. In these chapters, God told Judah that they would not be under his punishment forever. He told them that he would deliver them from Babylon through his appointed servant. This servant would save them from their enemies and even more importantly, their sins. Which is where our verse today, Isaiah 52, 13 comes in. And it says this, See, my servant will be successful. He will be raised and lifted up and greatly exalted. Which brings us to our first point. See Christ as victorious. As Isaiah lays out Judah's hope of salvation in chapters 40 through 66, we see a certain figure that comes up again and again and again. It is the same servant that's mentioned in our verse 12, for 13. And this servant is again mentioned in Isaiah 42, Isaiah 49, Isaiah 50. And each time he's talked about, there's at least a little bit of a hint that this guy is going to be a big deal. It is clear that God is going to use this servant to minister to his people Israel. And then we get the mention of the servant again in our verse in chapter 52. In chapter 52, 13, along with the following verses, or the verses that follow, gives the most explicit and detailed recounting of who the servant is and how he will save God's people. This is the one that God wanted Israel to see. And we must see him as well. So, spoiler alert, in light of history, we can now clearly see that Jesus was the fulfillment of this prophecy. And that the way he would become truly victorious was through his death on the cross. But we'll go back to Isaiah for a second. 
the Israelites did seem to understand that the servant in Isaiah 52 was going to be the coming Messiah who would bring them salvation. And we can kind of see this through their interactions in the Gospels. So, for example, in John, we've seen that they're looking for a Messiah. We see this when they ask the repeated question of Jesus, could this be the Messiah? Is he the one? Even in John 6, they try to make him their king. But Israel fundamentally misunderstood what type of Messiah they were looking for. And what exactly was meant by the phrase in Isaiah 52, 13 that says, he will be raised and he will be lifted up and he will be greatly exalted. Israel interpreted this as the servant's success and victory through which he would bring them the promised salvation of Isaiah 40 through 66. And in one sense, they were 100% correct. However, they thought Jesus would be greatly exalted over an earthly kingdom. They did not suspect that Jesus being greatly exalted would ever look anything like it did. John 8 kind of helps fulfill the whole picture here of the full fulfillment of this verse to God's people. Jesus says to the crowds, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He. Jesus says this in reference to His death on the cross, which shows us that when Isaiah 52, 13 talks about Jesus being raised and lifted up, it is Jesus' death on the cross that is, it is ultimately referring to. Jesus is God's servant who was successful and he was raised and he was lifted up and he was greatly exalted through his death on the cross. But as we know from John, some of the Israelites did not see Jesus as this promised servant. We must see Jesus as victorious. This is clearly an emphasis of Isaiah 52, 13. It says, see, my servant will be successful. He will be raised and lifted up and greatly exalted. Jesus is the door to our salvation, and our faith and trust in him is the key that God uses to undo the lock. But we must see Christ as victorious before we can trust in him. Jesus has come and has been successful in the salvation of not only Israel, but all of God's people. Isaiah hinted at this also. We see in Isaiah 42 and 49 where he says that his coming servant would be a light not only to Israel, but to the nations. That God's salvation would reach to the ends of the earth. And that is great news for us, as I'm assuming most of us in here are Gentiles. On the cross, Jesus was raised and lifted up. It was in this way that he was greatly exalted, even though it was contrary to how people would normally think. But we can see this. He was lifted up on the cross. He rose again, conquering death. He ascended to where he is now, seated at the right hand of the throne of God. None of that happens without the cross. None of that happens without the victory that Jesus got, brought us from the cross. And because Jesus was greatly exalted, all those who trust in Christ have salvation in him. And if you're here with us today and you have never put your faith in Christ, we're so glad that you are here. This is exactly what Jesus offers you today. Jesus has fulfilled God's prophecy from Israel, about Israel, and he offers salvation from God. And all you must do is turn from your sins and put your trust fully in Jesus. When you do this, you'll be reconciled to God. You will no longer be his enemy and under his coming punishment, but you'll be his son and his daughter. And if you'd like to hear more about that, I just encourage you to talk to whoever you came with 
I'm sure they'd be more than happy to explain that more to you. Or if you came alone tonight, you can come and talk to me after our gathering. I would love to talk more about that. But for us Christians, it is the fact that we see that Christ is victorious that allows us to have confidence in our salvation. Which leads to our second point. And our second point is this. Be confident in your salvation. In the context of Isaiah 52.13, we can see that these verses were written to bring confidence to the Israelites. Although God had promised to save Judah through his servant in our passage, they are going through real struggles. They're still exiled in Babylon. Jerusalem and the temple are still destroyed. We can understand and we can see why they would doubt God and struggle to believe that, that he is going to bring them salvation. And God, through Isaiah 52, 13, wants to give them confidence that he will save them as he promised. We can see this from the future tense of our verbs in this verse. Notice the wording, my servant will be successful. He will be raised and lifted up and greatly exalted. This is a certain fact. This is something that will happen. Israel can be confident that God's servant will come for them. That he will save them. And when we see that Christ is victorious through the cross, this is the confidence that we as Christians can have today. So church, be confident in your salvation. But just like Judah would have struggled with their faith in their coming salvation while exiled in Babylon, we can struggle with our already realized faith while we're in exile on this earth. And this is just what Travis was talking about this morning, right? First Peter. Our true home is not on this earth. It's in heaven. But right now we're, we're here. And so just like the Israelites were exiled in Babylon, wanting to go home to Jerusalem, we're here on earth and we want to go home to heaven. And as we wait for our true home, we often struggle with doubt. Now, there are many reasons we doubt. But what's great is we can start to fight all of them by seeing and meditating on Christ is victorious. So if you're tempted to doubt your salvation because of present sin patterns in your life that you just can't seem to get fully rid of, we must see Jesus as victorious on the cross and remind ourselves no amount of sin can take away my salvation. Jesus has secured that through his death on the cross. Maybe it's not present sin. Maybe it's past sin. Maybe it's things in your past that you're ashamed of. Satan might keep reminding you of them, trying to torment you through doubt. Pray to God and ask him to remind you that all of your sins, all of them, present, past, future, have been forgiven and paid for because of Christ. Maybe it's a struggle to see how the Lord is working in your life right now. And that causes you to doubt. When this happens, preach to yourself, Jesus is working. Why? Why do I know that Jesus is working? Because he has already worked out my salvation on the cross. How much more is he going to continue working in your life? Maybe it's that you're just going through a really hard time. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe everything seems like it's going wrong. Remind yourself that Jesus has been successful. He has been greatly exalted. He has the power and he has promised to bring you home. You will get to heaven because of Christ. 
Israel would have had many temptations to doubt while in exile in Babylon, but they could persevere because of the promise of God's coming servant who would be successful. How much more can we be confident in our salvation when we look back at the cross and how Christ has already certainly been successful in securing our salvation? So church, when you struggle with doubt about your salvation, look again and again and again to the cross. When I was little, uh, my parents decided that they wanted to teach me and my siblings some table manners. And a big part of this was teaching us to chew our food more than than once um, before we swallowed it. If you know my family, this quickly got very competitive. And so you had me and you had my sister and you had my brother chewing our our broccoli like 20 to 30 times every bite. Um, And so after a couple of these friendly dinnertime competitions, you really do start to know what broccoli tastes like after five, five, five chews. Ten chews, 15 chews, 20 chews. You get the idea. And although this is objectively gross, (laughs) we must chew on Christ's victory on the cross in the same exact way. As you meditate on Jesus' victory on the cross again and again, the Holy Spirit brings out more and more truth and confidence. And as you look at the gospel once, five times, ten times, fifteen times, your confidence will grow and grow. When we are meditating on the cross of Christ, our confidence in our salvation will be strengthened even as we face the trials in this life. So church, I just encourage you, be confident in your salvation because Christ is victorious. And we must not fight the fight of faith alone. In addition to meditating on the cross alone, ask another Christian to speak the truth of the gospel to you when you're doubting Read a book with other Christians specifically about Jesus' victory on the cross. Gather faithfully on Sundays to sing, pray, hear, and see the gospel. And be reminded that your salvation is certain because Christ is victorious through his death on the cross. Let's pray. Lord, I just pray that Your word that we heard tonight and that we heard this morning and um, the prayer that we just got to participate in would encourage us, would give us strength, would give us faith, and you would continue through your Holy Spirit to guide and strengthen your people for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.